You're listening to Hope on the Homefront, the official podcast for Homefront Heroes Ministries. I'm your host, Taylor Blackburn. We're a group of military wives on a mission to help you find joy in your journey. We're jumping in the trenches to encourage you when you're struggling, help you grow in your faith, and support you through military life. Because here, you are seen. Here, you're essential. Here, you are never alone. Welcome home. Let's go. Hey, Hope Keepers. Thanks so much for joining us this week. Today, we have our dear and wonderful Ashley Beasley uh, joining us and sharing in some amazing wisdom and stories and just really helping us bring to light um, maybe some perspective shifts that need to take place in our lives. Because as we were prepping for this and she's sharing her heart um, in advance, I'm like, Wow, this is so, so good and so needed. And it is our hope and prayer that as you listen to us, just kind of share our hearts about this topic, that you will feel encouraged and supported and inspired to really start stepping up in some areas where it's easy for us to kind of, I'm I'm kind of spacing on the word. I would say like being dismissive over them, but I don't know if that's quite right. So I will let you um, explain things in a way that makes a little bit more sense than what I just did. So hello, Ashley. Thanks for coming on today. Hello, friend. And hello to all of our beloved military wives. I am always so excited to get to join you. And isn't Taylor the best? I mean, I know I can't see you all sitting here, but I can absolutely see every one of you nodding your heads because she is amazing. So if you guys caught, (laughs) you are Taylor, you are. If you caught our title today, what more were you made for? I hope that does pique your interest just a little bit. And let's get into what that means. I don't know about you, but especially as I was learning learning more about God and growing deeper in my faith and getting into the presence of people who wanted to encourage me and mentor me and teach me, something that often came out of their mouths was, Ashley, you were made for so much more. Ashley, God has a plan and a purpose for your life. Ashley, you were made for more. I even tell this to my girls. I'm telling this to you right now. Um, But when you stop and think about that, Do you ever ask yourself, what does that actually mean? What does more look like? Is it more status? Is it more money? Is it more more people that I get to impact? What does more mean? So if we hone in a little bit and think about this from the perspective of a military wife, what does this end up starting to look like in, in our military wife life? Maybe it it looks like you kind of comparing yourself with the wife next to you and you're noticing, okay, that's, those are great orders. That's a great duty station. There's another promotion that looks like more, that looks like more her husband. Wow. He's so intentional with the kids. And I'm like screaming at mine to get off the the TV. And we start to think and ask God, Lord, when is it my turn to be blessed? When is it my turn for my more to look like that? And and you start to get tired of of wondering when it's your turn. Um, Taylor, do you feel like 
Oh man. I, I wish you could all see how hard I am nodding my head in agreement because I have felt that way more times than I <laughs> care to admit. And I think it honestly comes from a place, at least in my life personally, where I view someone else's um, appearance of more as my lacking, my less than. And that's not always the case because, you know, as we hear in many different ways, like until you have walked in the shoes of another verbatim, like step by step and everything all across the board is completely the same, you will never be able to have the exact same outcomes. And, you know, there are areas where I have seen friends who have, you know, what looks to me as like amazing marriages. And sometimes I'm like, man, I wish that, you know, my husband didn't play call of duty as much like what you're kind of referencing earlier. I wish my husband didn't play call of duty as much and that he played with our kids in the backyard, like, you know, so-and-so's husband. But honestly, there are probably many things where, where her husband might be lacking compared to mine in some areas. And she might be looking at me and saying, man, I wish my husband was more like Taylor's. Um, wow. What was that noise? It came out of my mouth. Taylor's husband. Um, so sometimes that happens where we just kind of always view the grass as being greener on the other side. And I feel like this might be, um, a little bit of a pivot away from the point. So hopefully you can help me get off of the rabbit trail if I get carried away. But I remember one time driving to work and, um, this was years ago. And as I'm driving, I'm sitting at a stoplight in Texas that I swear was the longest stoplight in the entire world. And I was sitting there for a very long time. So what do you do when you're mindlessly just sitting? I just start looking around at everything around me. And I noticed these horses, um, in the pasture nearby and this one horse, (laughs) Oh my goodness. This one horse has like stuck his neck as far out as he can, um, you know, across the barbed wire fence, like hurting his neck, I'm sure, straining himself beyond belief to reach the grass just outside of the fence line, like as far away as he could. And the thing that stuck out to me so much about that was the pasture that he was standing in was actually much greener than what he was pursuing. Oh my God. All right. That That spoke volumes to me because I think, man, how many times in my life have I viewed what someone else had? And I'm telling myself that I need what they have, that they have it so much better that somehow God is withholding from me because I don't have all of the things that they do where God is like, Hey, you know what I have brought you to what I have provided to you is perfect for you because I love you and I will always care for your needs first and then your wants second. But sometimes I get that mixed up and I start focusing more on what I want versus what I actually need. And, you know, he is so good and he is so faithful to us. And we have to make sure that we keep that in perspective And we realize that the ground that we're standing on often is so much greener than we give credit for. That is so good. It actually moves us right into, that was not a rabbit trail at all, exactly what I was going to go to next, and that is God's word. And so we have this kind of pre-established idea based on our culture or our upbringing, whatever it is, 
of what it means to be blessed. And sometimes even our church culture can move away from even this biblical um, teaching that we see here in Matthew 5 from Jesus. And it goes through, I won't read them all here right now, but I do encourage you if you're looking for something to read in the word today, Matthew 5 could be a great place to start. But Jesus is going through what it means to be blessed and he's calling out those who are blessed. And he says, you know, blessed are the persecuted for, blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness for they will inherit the kingdom. Blessed are those who mourn for they will be comforted. Blessed are those um, who are merciful for they will be shown mercy. And he goes through all of these things, none of which we would probably be first to raise our hand and say, this is what it means to be blessed. And so when we look at the word, we start to unpack this idea of blessing and realize that to God, sometimes our more, if you can see my air quotes, our more is often more about the condition of our heart than the condition of our circumstances. And will God show up in our circumstances? Absolutely. Is he able? Absolutely. Is he the reason behind those blessings of an amazing job or an incredible home? Absolutely. The Bible says that every good and perfect gift is from above, but we can completely miss what I think is an even greater blessing. And those are the things that are not of the world, the things of the kingdom that God can give us, that God can give us when we're just putting this idea in a tiny little box. And so some people might look at me sideways right now when I sit here and tell you, and I mean this with the honest, deepest part of my heart that I right here am living the absolute more that God has made me for. And what does that look like? It's me in a rented home that I do not own on the other side of the world that's given to me by government <laughs> housing. We all know how glamorous that is. It looks like us still in the middle of paying off a debt. It looks like my husband driving a 16-year-old car to work because that's what we could pay <laughs> cash for. It, it looks yeah. a lot different than maybe what our culture or our world would say, this is blessing or this is more. So if you're asking, you're living, you're living your more, Ashley, right now? Yes and yes. My heart is thriving, even after 2020, even after being currently stationed in Germany, when the world has been shut down, struggling to make connections and find our place and, and bury our roots. Yes, more, even in the midst of all of that, because my soul right now is it's content. My marriage is being pressed, but it's being restored. And our love is, you know, deepening through the hard days, even when we're struggling or wondering what God is doing. And my kids right now, they're learning the grace of God. They're learning about forgiveness as they see my husband and I work through these trials and these hard conversations. And then they're learning about the faithfulness of God and what a blessing it is to be comforted by him in a trial, in hard days, when we're missing home, when we're missing family. My girls are learning that God is faithful through these circumstances. And y'all, I'm going to say y'all because I miss Texas. That is more. That is the more that you and I were made for. 
And will we keep working and growing towards, you know, my husband, of course, he wants to be an honorable soldier. He wants to work hard. He wants to achieve promotion. But all of those things are going to be for the glory of God. And whatever God chooses to do with our obedience or whatever hard work that we give to his kingdom, that's his. That's up to him. But we're not going to be pursuing and seeking the more and more of bigger and better and fancier because we could totally miss God's plan for us waiting for the next opportunity or the next thing. And it may be the people right around your very table that God has put for you in your life to impact, or it may be right in the middle of a pandemic that he's going to show up in your heart and give you peace and joy. And y'all, the world cannot give those things to your heart. That is, like I said, to me, a far greater blessing than anything better I could be living in or wearing or driving. Um, I don't know, Taylor. Take us, take us home. Gosh, that's so, that is so good. You know, as you're, you're saying that I'm reminded of something that I, I read somewhere, you know how it is you get on social media or scrolling Pinterest and you just consume so much at one time, you really can't pinpoint where you heard what, or when your life was changed by something that you saw. Um, but I remember one day reading something that said uh, along these lines, God, help me to never view my blessings as burdens. And that was one of those phrases that truly changed the trajectory of how I wanted to approach being a wife, mm-hmm. you know, a military spouse, a mother, a believer. There are so many things like the horse standing on the green pasture where, you know, you, we've been blessed with so much. We're standing amongst such fertile ground. Um, and maybe we're still in like that, you know, cultivating the soil and then things take time to have to grow. And we're not at that peak harvest moment yet, but it doesn't mean that it's not going to come. Um, the soil, the ground upon which all of that is laid and is going to grow is just as important on day one as it is the reaping harvest day. Right. And we have to be patient with the process that God is going to carry us through the refinement, the cultivation. If you think of tilling that soil up like that, I mean, seems, it looks kind of like a painful, dirty, messy process, but it's necessary if you want to reach that end goal. And I think about how many times in my life where I have been given something by God, I've been blessed, even just, I mean, it sounds kind of cliche, but a day that you wake up and you realize, man, I, I have lung, you know, breath in my lungs. I have a body that can move, even though I tried to work out yesterday and it is really sore right now, um, (laughs) where you're like, man, I have you know, a husband who loves me and who works very hard. And yeah, maybe that hard work ends up coming home and he's stressed and he wants to go play his video games. But man, I have a husband who is willing to go work hard for me and my family to provide for us. And that's how he needs to blow off some steam after a long, hard day that he doesn't want to talk about. Um, But it's a blessing to have a husband like that, right? It's a blessing to have children who love me enough and are confident. And I'm telling myself this a lot lately are confident 
enough in my love for them that they're willing to test the bounds of that love through being a little testy, a little defiant, a little um, annoying, a little frustrating. They are poking at all the right buttons because they know, man, my mom loves me and her love is solid enough that I know I'm not going to lose it in moments when I'm losing it, if that makes sense. And so it's easy for me at times to view my blessings as a burden when I'm trying to like tonight, record a podcast episode and my kids are fighting when they're supposed to be sleeping because that literally happened. Y'all, this is round two because we had to stop and re-record. It's easy in those moments for the enemy to come in and say, man, you, (laughs) what a burden. Like, man, these kids, they won't be quiet long enough for you to do this thing that you say God's called you to do. Well, if he called you to it, wouldn't he make it easier? And then he starts just coming at you with lie after lie after lie, because I can tell you none of that is founded on truth because the reality is that God gave me those children. They are a blessing. They come first. And if it means that I have to click pause and try re-recording the podcast episode, I'll do that because they're number one. Um, So really keeping perspective is crucial. And It also, you know, Ashley and I were talking about this before. It also leads us to really understand the importance of being present with our blessings. Um, We will continue to view them as burdens um, if we do not spend time being present enough to understand that they are actually blessings. Like, let that sink in for a moment. You in your hurry, 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 rush state. Me in my trying to get to the next thing because everything feels like it has a time stamped, you know, this is super important and it's time sensitive and it needs to get done right now, especially in military life, especially as, you know, there's always this lingering possibility of a PCS or, you know, maybe he's going to be deployed or maybe he is deployed and, and here comes yet another extension or, Whatever it is, there are so many curveballs that military life throws at us that beyond our role as wife, beyond our role as mother, beyond our role just, you know, as women, there is this extra pressure of our role as a military wife. And I'm not saying from a, you know, cliche, oh, you're such a dependa place. I'm saying it sincerely. There is a lot of responsibility, a lot of hardship, a lot of struggle and mental exhaustion that goes into being a military wife. and. With that comes this urgency, um, you know, to begin viewing things that are a blessing as a burden. And we aren't able to really focus on being present long enough to view those things as a blessing when we are not focusing on being present with God. I had a very, very, very very hard day yesterday, um, in mom life and wife life and well, no, not wife life, mom life. My husband's gone right now. Um, but I had a hard day and y'all, I'm not going to beat around the bush. I did not spend time with God yesterday. And so one plus one equals two. Oh, when I went to bed, I realized I didn't spend time with God. I wasn't present with him. And that severely impacted how I was able to be present with my children today. Have you ever felt like that, Ashley? Have you ever had mom moments like that? 
Um, has anybody not had days like that? Because I need probably Mary, the mother of Jesus, maybe. <laughs> maybe, yeah. <laughs> maybe. We're throwing out a maybe here. Um, but absolutely, girl. I mean, yes. Yeah. But I mean, in those moments when you realize, and I'm so thankful that God does this because honestly, it's kind of like his, his grace to us in that moment to say, Hey, you know, yeah, you had a hard day. Yeah. You really, you really had to lean on grace and forgiveness today. But did you notice that you didn't spend time with me? Did you notice that you had such a hard time being present today? because you didn't spend time in my presence today. Like that makes, I mean, that is like that perspective shift that will completely change the way that you view the importance of spending time in the presence of God, because it is easy for us to think that it's kind of like a negotiable thing. Like, uh, if I get it in today, great. Um, if it happens, wonderful. If I spend you know, a little quick prayer. Awesome. But y'all, and I'm saying y'all too, cause I'm also from Texas and I'm also missing Texas hardcore right now. <laughs> um, we have to stop, please, please, please stop all of us. Okay. Stop viewing, um, time spent with God as an afterthought. It has to be the first thought we need to start realizing that so many blessings come out of our obedience to spending time with him. First and foremost, I believe with all my heart that had I started my day yesterday in his presence, I would have been way better off being present with my kids than I ended up being. And I would not have gone to bed praying for forgiveness and feeling guilty over being too harsh with my words and too flippant, you know, with my, um, outbursts of anger in a way. And man, I, I could go on and on, but it all boils down to spending time in the presence of God is going to completely change the way that we are able to be present in our here and now. And so as you are working on embracing that more that you were made for, realize that it is in those small moments, that it's in the simple things, that it does not have to look extravagant and that it will not look like the person standing to your left or your right. God wants all of you. So we need to spend time in his presence because that blesses everything that we do in our lives. And that is your hope on the home front. Thanks for tuning in. From our heart to yours, we hope that this podcast is your go-to place for encouragement on the home front. We would love to hear what your favorite takeaway was from this episode by having you take a screenshot and share it on your social media. Tag us at HFH underscore ministries or on Facebook at Homefront Heroes Ministries so we can get connected with you, get to know you more, and hear from you firsthand what specific encouragement you're looking for. This is home. This is the place to have the hard conversations. And until we chat next, get out there and find the joy.